If you're like me, you want to get your business ahead, but there are certain skills you need, but you just don't have. If this sounds like you, then you need to head over to Fiverr. They have a whole array of professionals that can help you in different areas, from design to writing, marketing, and more. They have you covered. I seriously can't tell you how much Fiverr.com has helped me along with this podcast. Um, I've used them so much for this podcast. It's been unreal. They make my flyers. They go ahead and um, I hired this guy to help me upload the each episode and in the beginning in order for me to be all over the place it was I was totally going to Fiverr it was I seriously just it's I've gotten so much for my business through them so please use my link which you can find in the description of this episode or you can go to marcellaalonzo.com and book there through Fiverr today you'll be glad you did Oh my God. Here, so Hello, welcome to Marcella Alonso Sunday Fun Day YouTube, and today my guest is Wendy Starling. Right. Yes, correct. I said it. <laughs> I know people always say Starling or Sterling or yeah. Right. I don't so care. Wendy, Wendy, we were talking before. Um, now you're living in Austin. You used to be a comic here. Yeah, in New I, York City. Yes, I did stand up here for about six years before COVID hit. Mm -hmm. And I bounced around between Queens and Brooklyn, and then uh, they spent the most amount of time on the Upper East Side. COVID hit, and I was like, uh, "Fuck this!" He wouldn't lower my rent. It was—it's crazy. The rent's already crazy no, here. No, when I when I was in um, when I was going through it, I was stuck in an apartment in Manhattan, and the the manager in my apartment literally said this. He goes, "Oh, there's people moving here from Ohio." It was May of 2020. They were like ridiculous. They wanted me to sign a two-year lease, like because my lease was up, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I because I my landlord, these people are such cunts. Can I say that on the show? Yeah. Like, okay, great. Yeah, yeah. Um, I remember I said, Hey, I work in live performance. And also at the time I had like three sugar daddies. I was like, look, I can't get on stage and the guys I fuck for cash are married, uh -huh. so they can't make it into the city. Yeah. <laughs> I can't cover rent. And I can remember he's like, well, I, I don't know what you got to figure it out. So I went online looking for cheaper apartments. And I noticed in my very same building, the unit beneath me, same unit, the person had vacated that was renting for like $1,500 a month. And I was like, you motherfucker, just let me, I said, fine, then let me move downstairs. If you won't lower this, I'll move downstairs right. for less. I've been there for like three years at this point. Uh -huh. And the same thing, he's like, that's fine, but you have to sign a three-year lease. And it's like, well, no. Because I, I I don't know if I'm going to stay here that long. And right. that's a that's a crazy amount of time. Yeah. And they they raise, they'll raise it. And I, I just, so I left. And I'm in Austin. And I mean, <laughs> what are you going to do? Right, right. It's, no, that uh, happened to me. I just moved to Brooklyn, though. The same exact oh, yeah? thing where, yeah, I was right in the middle of Manhattan in um, Midtown. And they were just, they were like, well, sign this two-year lease. And it was $500 more during the, and I said, no, can I get a year, like, and they were like acting like it didn't happen. Then I moved uh, June of 2020, right when they were protesting. 
and that was crazy. So it was, um, luckily now I have a big 1500 square foot apartment. Damn. I've got good in Brooklyn, deep in Brooklyn. Okay. Um, I've got good landlords. So I'm happy now. Yeah. Yeah. But it's worth it. It's so worth yeah. it to be happy. If you're just happy and just did not have the stress of like, how am I going to cover rent for this little box where yeah. I live? Yeah. Where half of the time the plumbing doesn't work. Right. Um, and all that being said, I, I would love to move back. <laughs> um, all that being said, I'm looking to buy a piece of property here. Um, cause Austin, it's fun. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I stopped being a hoe. Mm-hmm. I got married. I was smart <laughs> and I married someone who could afford to put a big fat diamond on my hand. And so thankfully I don't have to work. How did you find uh, your significant other? We met on a dating website. I, I moved to Austin and I was on Seeking Arrangements and a longtime sugar daddy mm-hmm. that I had for like almost five years was in Austin. He relocated from New York to Austin. And so I was like, well, I'll move there because I can see him. Right. And there's a, a comedy scene building. Yes. It's, a, it's, yes. it's building. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I was like, well, I can kind of help to create something cool there and something that's a little more friendly to like people that don't want to suck Joe Rogan's dick all the time. Right. That's the whole scene there. Oh. The, the, right? The whole scene there, it's so bro-y. And I, I'm friends with those dudes. The Kilton, I, I like them. And they're right. they're they're great. They're You're nice. They're They're funny. But th- there needs to be something different. Right, 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 right. And where a woman who is over 40 can go on stage and not feel like people are just like waiting for her to die and like, will you just die and like bring out some 25-year-old with her tits hanging out? Like uh. where, because in New York, yeah, first of all, everyone here is way hotter than mm-hmm. Austin. Um, but in New York, as not just a comic, but just a woman walking around, I've never felt like, oh, I'm unattractive because I'm older, because I look different, or because I whatever. Right. People here, I think, get respected based on drive, work, um, accomplishments, yes, a personality, yes. how smart you are. Mm-hmm. And in New York, I'm so used to, you walk on stage, no matter what you look like, um, race, gender, religion, sexuality, whatever it is, most places, especially comedy clubs, you walk out, the audience makes almost no preconceived, like, judgment right, right, on right. you a, a handful of times where there men that were kind of shitty to see a woman walk on stage and a woman that they didn't want to immediately fuck so they're mad yeah. um yeah. and they would like put their feet on the stage oh but so rude most of the time here you know people they're like okay great what do you have to say we all look different right, from each other yeah. they're a lot more respectful mm-hmm. of like different people here so austin's not so respectful no that's just like a bro down bro oh. town and every not everyone a lot of people um they're pro-life they're anti-vax even yeah. in austin um and it just is it's a it's a tough tough place yeah but you got to find your people so like fallout theater i'm going they're like women lgbtq like mm-hmm. basically just anyone who's like not a straight white man no offense right right my husband's no, a straight white man yeah <laughs> but yeah. like get get him off the fucking microphone yeah 24 7 you know what i mean yeah no when i look yeah. at comedy i kind of look um because i love going to comedy clubs i love hearing a woman i love hearing diversity yeah you know opposed to some guy you know what i'm saying the the, the typical white male comedian they're same you know, jokes and, and they're, they, then they want to hate on people like, come on. Yeah. You know? And, or, or like I do, I do, I still, I, I personally really love, um, 
a, a person who's part of the majority group still. Yeah. Just being like, man, everyone's trying to shut us down. It's like, you're still like kind of doing all the stuff. It's like, be yeah. quiet. Right. You're still dominating <laughs> like, things. That's true. Up. Yeah. They, yeah. they kind of whine now the, about like, oh, they don't have opportunity. They're yeah. giving. There's, there's two, there's two women and one, uh, uh, and a black dude on the show. White men are being canceled. It's like, oh, fuck yeah, off. They, they fuck off. Yeah, I can't take it. No, I hate yeah. that too because I'm a, like a minority, and then I feel the I feel it too, and I feel like my safe space is either New York or L.A. Yeah, yeah, because it it's kind of like going the middle of a the, the middle of the country is scary. It is, a and sc- I study my analytics on social media, and like California loves me, New York loves me, but I really don't have any love in Middle America. I'm like, what did I do? I was born here, dude. Can like, I tell you? Uh-huh. That's part of why. So when I to go back to, so I moved to Austin, and it's mm-hmm. one of the things where I was like, I gotta get the fuck out. But right. also, I'm like, well, I'll stay because, on some level, I think to affect change in anything it's it's uncomfortable but there has to be a group of people that go to a place where it's like not really chill and be like hey everybody you need to be chill and like be nice and so there you has to it won't change if people don't go there and try to start making some kind of a space yeah so there's that um and also like yeah the middle of the country you forget is like not as open-minded right as uh, the coasts, mm-hmm. what's interesting is my stuff I would talk about on stage. That's part of why my now husband, I went on a date. We met on a regular dating app, mm-hmm. one of those fucking where you have to fill out like a personality oh, no, test yeah, yeah, for yeah. four days. Uh-huh. And, you know, and 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 then you go out on these like very boring dates. Um, and I, I'm used to being I was a sex worker for five years. So every mm-hmm. date was like, we're meeting to see if you um, want to fuck me enough to that you're going to pay for it. Right. The end. Um, and so part of I was like, well, he's younger. This will be good. Make me more like relatable. I want to I wanted to transition into like a traditional relationship. Right. See if I could do it. Um, and I think anything in life, you do things and then you got there's a change. And if yeah, you, feel yeah, you like, have to go with that change. Right. right. Um, and so when we got married, but something interesting I've noticed is especially in Texas, since now I have a ring on my finger. Uh-huh. And the older I get in places like um, Texas and other just kind of places in the middle of the country, looking the way I do now and being married, I can talk about doing cocaine, doing sex work, work cre- like sex parties I worked like, not just like I dated a guy who like gave me gas money. Like, no, no, no. I was like paid. I had to be to a fucking penthouse right. here on West 25th. <laughs> I'm not getting the exact address. But I remember this dude like made us dinner before. He's like, all right, so we got people paying. They're going to start showing up. They've paid money and we're going to have sex with all these people. And you're like, all right, great. And you're just eating pasta and doing Coke. And it's like a bad combo, by the way. Car- car- <laughs> I, carbs and cocaine are like not a match, especially no, if you're going to no. take something up your ass in the next 48 hours. <laughs> I can remember I was like, this man, Akati's really good. And I was like, oh, we're going to be. Oh, yeah, you can't do that. No, oh. no, no. I was like, I'll just do drugs and eat at three in the morning, which is super healthy. Uh-huh. <laughs> but you can talk about all that stuff. Um because I feel like I'm, I'm like undercover because oh, they feel like, oh, I that's see. that's in her past. Now she's like right. married. Oh, now she's reformed. She's reformed and she lives in a house and she's got a backyard and she got too many rooms in yeah, the they, house. They, they love the conservatives love the reform. Yeah. Right. They're yeah. like, she came to G- <laughs> for, she came all over a bunch of strangers, but then she came to Jesus. Right. That's I'll true. work on that. They There's something like there. That. Yeah. 
But, yeah. but they never want to give you a chance when you are in the adult business. No. No. They but don't. They, once you're out, rebrand, re and then they're, yeah, I it's, totally agree with it's you. It's the whole save-a-ho thing. Right. And it makes me crazy because the people we should be saving, uh, and I'm lucky because my husband's cool, and he's also, and he says this to me, so I'm not talking out of school. Mm -hmm. He's like, I love you. I'm also a little bit afraid of you, which is like perfect. It's a perfect blend. Yeah, he should um, be. Yeah. Yeah. And All so, men should, in a relationship, they should be afraid of you. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. <laughs> like, you hear that? Well, if there's one man in the room, we're like, yeah. we're looking. <laughs> but like, um, you, I think the people that should be saved... If anyone, it's like housewives, suburban housewives, people oh, who got yeah. married at 24 oh, and had kids. they're wild. They are. Those people need to be saved. That's a miserable. Those are, yeah, that have never had their adult life single. Yeah. Yeah. And I've noticed, though, um, what's occurred in the adult industry now is um, I've been in, so a little bit about my history. I was a stripper a majority of years, and now I'm on some online spicy sites. Can't really say because YouTube is funny. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but... I noticed after the pandemic, all these women like came in, but they've never been in any other form of sex work. Mm. So now they're coming in and this is the first time they've ever gotten attention and it goes to their heads pretty well. And, yeah. and they're kind of like, uh, they're fucking up the game. I even made a t-shirt said, don't fuck up the game. Like, Hilarious. Yeah. If that's a merch shirt, I'll buy one. I have one on my IG store. I will go yeah. buy one right now. That's, says, don't fuck up the game. Yeah, can I tell you? Yeah, that's 100% yeah. correct. I actually, and I took a break on, we were talking about this in the bathroom. Mm -hmm. That's right. We're stereotypical girls. We went to the bathroom together uh -huh. and talked for four to six minutes while we peed yeah. and washed our hands. Uh -huh. um, we did, we held hands in the same stall to get ready for the show. Yeah. Um, but like, I took a break from social media because for years before COVID hit, like you said, before all these people went to these yes. spicy sites, uh -huh. I was doing stand-up. So I was out every night on stage getting attention right. and I had sugar daddies and was doing sex work. So I was also getting attention for my sexuality right. and being taken out. And then when COVID came in, I also, I was like, you know what, I'm going to, so I had a spicy site Sorry, account yeah. because I thought, oh, this is an easy way to make money. And I'll, that shit's not easy. And it's, well, it's not easy. And I was lucky, probably like you were at a built-in fan base I had a um my, on social media I already had like a fan base and then I just like yeah I just I was working it before COVID yeah and then it blow up but if I found during COVID all these people just came in and they were you know like middle America yeah you they're know. doing it on all the sites whether it's Instagram and I noticed it's TikTok so yeah. TikTok they're sneaky, those girls. Yes. I can't be. They they flag me. They don't like black and brown women on TikTok. Literally. Oh, no. Yeah. You have to be Caucasian 100%. The, yeah. I have the, to be so clean and show just my head on TikTok. Oh, yeah. I, I imagine. Yeah. I got away with it kind of talking about it, saying like, but I mostly, I on TikTok would just do jokes. Mm -hmm. So the account I started was The Helpful Ho. I've now since changed it to just at Wendy Starling. Right. Um, and but I'm still going to create another account because people let, and it's actually good information because it's, I'm doing bits that I've done on stage mm -hmm. about sex work. So they're, they're fucking jokes. Yeah. They're jokes that are worked out. But you out. haven't been flagged? I was flagged. Oh, you were flagged? Oh yeah. I was flagged and they're like, you got to pull this down. And I'm like, it's a joke. I'm literally a comedian. Like, wow. and so they're like, okay. It's like, I'm not actually just coming on saying wild shit, like yeah. to try to get, um, 
but so I had to start being super careful. Yeah. Super careful. Oh, yeah. I had one where I made jokes about it was like a joke, some like anal sex joke right, thing right. and having ass juice on your face, you know, wholesome family entertainment. <laughs> but so I like went out of my way to make every kind of euphemism I could. It was all, there was no, no, no cursing, no, and the, everything I did got flagged, got flagged, got flagged, mm. got flagged. And so you, I just was like, well, this is kind of boring. So everything has to be code words. Yes, yes, yes. But I noticed. Say corn, yes. Yeah, you got to say corn. You got to like, it, it's just. Spicy side, yeah. It's crazy to me. You have to say spicy side. You can't say sex. You have to say like S and then like eggs. So it's like segregual. It's like, but. Why is every fourth thing on my TikTok is an ad for Adderall? So you can sell literal methamphetamines. Yeah. I look, hey, I That's true. I do see a lot of yeah. Yeah, it says, Do you have ADHD? Done. And I scroll past the ads and I do it, I guess, with such and like then a I rapid saw the finder too thing. And I'm like, how are they selling? But they're, yeah, they, they're the Feet Finder site or whatever. Charges. They charge. Yeah. And I'm like, oh my gosh, they allow that. And I'm like, are they getting in some of this money? Right. Also, and I, I don't, this is, I'm sure this has been discussed a million times, but if I were working for, and same thing with Instagram, if mm -hmm. I were working for a lingerie ad mm -hmm. or a lingerie company and I was doing an ad for lingerie where I'm half naked and you kind of see the outline of my nipple, they'd be like, great, we love it. Why? Because, well, she's showing her body so that she can make money for a company that's probably run by a dude. Right. So that's fine. You right. can show your tits if you're making money and the top person is um, is a dude making right. the money. But God but forbid, yeah. If, but if you want money straight to you, no, no, no. Fuck yeah. you. You're a whore and a bad person. How right. does that make how does it make any yeah. then Victoria's like that that's what Victoria's Secrets yeah. is. That's that ad. It's yeah. women half naked. And they t and, and and I like all that stuff, but it's like so there can't be even gum ads. Everything advertising is just like mostly naked women. Yeah. No, they they, they do want to use women for images. And right. But they just don't want us to get paid because want, if yeah. we start making enough money, yeah. we don't have to marry them and move into their house. We could just all live together in a big, cool house and do whatever we want. They, yeah. It's a, no. it, it's, it's a form of control. It's a form of control. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. But yeah, the attention thing. Well, it all started with Fosta Sesta and... Uh, 2018 yes. when Trump signed. It uh -huh. affected a lot of things, like a lot of uh, Kamala Harris. She actually drafted the bill. Trump did sign it. And after that, that's when the censorship started coming on for IG, for all these other sites. And that's what made it hard for everything. Yeah. And what's crazy is, and again, I, this point's probably been made a bunch of times, but cracking down on people um, like us, like adults who are like, I'm trying to make money. Right. And if I want to flash my tits, you know, while people still want to look at them right. and someone wants to kick me down some cash for that, then cool. Mm -hmm. um, or if I want to do things consensually or of my own free will to yeah. crack down on me for doing that, you're ac you're actually not helping people who are actually being trafficked. Yeah. What you're doing is you're wasting resources and time fucking with me right. and I'm not. Well, the social media sites, they all got their own rules. It's sort of yeah. like you got to just follow, but. So TikTok is really, really difficult. Yeah. Like I've been, um, I have to be so careful in there. Uh, IG is careful too. Mm -hmm. And I know YouTube has their own set of rules too that you have to, but it's a little bit more lax. YouTube seems to be the best and I'm moving my stuff. I'm, I'm like resetting up. Yeah. Cause like we, again, in our bathroom combo, um, with the social media, I took a break from it when I got married. Cause I was like, okay. 
another I, thing to do. I need to take a break because I need, rebranding, is this really what I want to do? And you talk about the attention. I was like, well, I don't need that for dopamine right, right now. Right, right. And I'm not really generating that much income from it. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to just kind of stop, right? chill, and do a reset. And YouTube seems to be the place to yeah. go. So that's where yeah. I'm looking at. And you could recycle all your past TikToks and put it on YouTube shorts. Yeah, YouTube seems to be the most reasonable yeah. with um, with their censorship. Yeah, no, they are. Yeah, TikTok, I mean, if you get on and be like, hey, this opinion is dumb, TikTok's yeah. like flagged or removed for <laughs> bullying. And it's like, this whole, first of all, this site is literally bullying I know, some us. people can get away with stuff. No, yeah, yeah, some people, and some you see people it's like- Some people are like, how are they getting away with it? And if it's yeah. they, if they have a lot of followers mm -hmm. and maybe they make a lot of money, right, right. Um, but again, they we can't say the word sex. But the last <laughs> most recent Adderall can't. Well, it's for Dunn, yeah. which is a company that prescribes you Adderall. You call some doctor, I don't know who lives on an island somewhere, mm -hmm. and they're like, "Yep, you have ADD," and it's like, "No, you don't have ADD. You're just on fucking TikTok, and right. you're nervous, and probably already taking someone else's Adderall. So you just, you were on meth and the internet." So right. that's the problem. Um, the le most recent one I got, because I never click on it, they always send it to me. I'm bipolar. I run manic. Um, uh -huh. That's this energy you're picking up on. This is me on no caffeine, just like mm -hmm. water and a half a granola bar. It feels like it sounds like I'm on Coke. Um, but it was not even like information about like, what's it like to have ADHD? It was just like two giant Adderall pills. Really? So just like two orange pills on my phone screen. I haven't got this. I don't... It must know I am a drug addict. I'm not using, wow. but it must know because I've, I've, I've seen the Adderall, like a different one, but not the two pills. Oh, it was just a picture now of two I'm pills. Gonna go look. Now I'm going to go look. It happened in my brain. I was a moment of weakness. I almost was like smashing my phone trying to like snort it. And then it, then it shows up on the, um, yeah, it does show up on the phone. If you were talking about something, it does show up. We'll check our phones after and see what shows up. But it's just now like, I'm actually, gonna, it's going to pop up and I'm going to be like, oh, that's what she was talking about. It's going to be like, actually, um, your accounts are both canceled and the cops are on their way <laughs> and then they're sending you the psych ward. <laughs> um, so tell me in Austin, uh, the biggest difference that you're seeing from New York City opposed to, you, know, you talked earlier, but like, is there any restaurants or food? Um, or what, what is the overall biggest, biggest, like in a non-comedy, you know, difference, I want to say. Um, a lot of barbecue. Um, a lot of restaurants, like they'll be like, oh, this is the best, you know, Italian food in the city. And you're oh. like, oh, great. We're going to go to like a sit down restaurant. And they're like, nope, it's a truck. So a lot of restaurants are on wheels. It's all and they're like oh. food trucks, like started in Austin, which mm -hmm. is a weird brag to me because I'm like, that's you're eating out of the back of a fucking truck. Like, that's not like, yeah, well, we we thought of putting sandwiches in the in a VW. It's like, okay, great. It's not, I would not be telling anyone about it. We've been doing this, the food stands here, all this. Yeah, we have halal carts. Yeah. We have better food here. Yeah. It's fucking wild. Um, I, and also it's a suburb, so I'm not really a big fan. But yeah, the Italian food, there's one really good Italian place. If you are um, visiting South Congress uh -huh. is a cool street. Um, oh, and now you can go to Walmart. And that's what, H-E-B? H-E-B. How is H-E-B? <laughs> I will say H-E-B is pretty rad. Really? And I know that uh, the producer is from Texas. H-E-B is... The, mm -hmm. is kind of sick like that makes up for a lot of this bullshit the H-E-B tortillas but it is crazy because a lot of times you can't get like the brands that you like because H-E-B slowly like um 
it, it just they slowly take out like regular products and they just everything's H-E-B branded. Really? Yeah. The this might sound crazy. The best pizza I've had, there's one place it's like Yagi's, they call it that's like a New York style pizza. It's pretty good. One of the best pizzas I've had is actually the H-E-B branded frozen pizza. Really? Called, it, yes, it's called Midtown Pizza. I'm embarrassed to admit it. It's really wow. good. The trick is, this is such a trashy. This, this is, is so. This is how bad Austin is. I'm like, can I just talk about the the good frozen pizza the brand that frozen. I found? You have to leave it out and let it thaw. Well, I was just in Jersey this weekend and I had a <laughs> rental car, and I was like, oh wow, because I'm so used to not driving. Yeah. And I'm like, I could just go to the store and pick up. So it was like that. It was just such a different feeling, opposed to being in New York where you're taking the subway and. Yeah. You're trying not to get, you know, uh, attacked or trying not to uh, get on the news for anything, you know. Right. Now, does it, now does, do you feel like it keeps you on your toes? I think for a while, for maybe if you live in New York for like a week to go away, 10 days max, I think. But if you go away somewhere and you're driving and you can kind of be in a peaceful place and you're just, it's quiet. It, that's it was good. just a different feeling of yeah. just being able to go to the store. Without feeling like your life is in danger? <laughs> yeah. Or, or the fact that, you know, like when you live in New York, you've got to just get a little bit of things. You can't get too much. Yeah. Now, so see, I liked that because I like to be out. It mm -hmm. works with my pathology, the okay. bipolar. Um, and I know people, I have jokes about it on stage. Look it up. I'm not going to do it for you here, but you just have to trust me. Um, I'm not like saying it to be cool. Um, I, I have to admit that I have it. And that lets people know like kind of why I am the way that I am. Yeah. But New York works with my pathology. So mm -hmm. I'm naturally very high strung. And so how everything here is just happening all the time you walk out your door and just shit's popping off at all hours of the day mm -hmm. and yeah you're like i can only carry one can of tuna yes yes and, yes. A, and a thing of tea it's only what we can carry on our body right yeah i like that because it's very um there's a sense of accomplishment every day that you survive another day in new york yes 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 you could i slept much better but you didn't you don't hoard like you do when because i was in the car and i was like oh my gosh i might as well stop and get Start. Yes. I turned into like a hoarder in that rental. No, car. no, but nobody needs eight flavors of Lacroix yes. or uh -huh. Lacroix, however the fuck you say it. I yeah. don't need like. Well, I want to sample all of these, and I have a, I have got a car with a trunk. Yeah. I got a Camry. Let's <laughs> load this motherfucker up with yeah. seltzer water. It's like what are what are we doing? Right. But it is exciting the first time, and you're like this is, and you have a shopping cart. I mean, the first time I was oh. like, felt <laughs> like I was like in a different world. I was like, oh, I can get like a shopping cart, and it's like, oh, I can buy soda. Because I was like, oh, yeah, I can put it. But it was a crazy sensation. That, that was, I, I experienced that this past weekend. Yeah. So it, it was like, kind of like, <laughs> and I was like, kind of like, oh, well, any part of Jersey moving would be good. Like, <laughs> and it was a nice feeling. And then I was in the car and then I could put, you know, music on. And yeah, there I was another parking spot, though. Then I was like, oh, but then I realized when I came back to Brooklyn, I was like, oh. And I turned in, I said, but then it would be the mission to find the parking spot. Yeah. yeah. Well, can I tell you what's so funny is yeah. your face, even watching you like describe the memory of being in a car and going to the restaurant, <laughs> you could see that like your face, you, you changed, you could see you were still kind of like, not traumatized, but just almost incredulous talking yeah. about, you're like, yeah, and I was in a car, like you're still, it's kind of, it's, it was a different feeling. It's unsettling. <laughs> it's a weird, my friend, my girlfriend who I'm staying with out here, mm -hmm. she's got a car and she's in Brooklyn Parking garage in the building, which oh, is nice. That's, that's luxury here. Very fancy. Yeah. Um, and yesterday she was like, oh, we'll drive into the city. And I was like, okay. I was like this. I would have a panic attack. Oh, yeah, yeah. Driving I in the uh -uh. city. No. And then we looked for – it took us 
because I guess in theory it's quicker and cooler to have your own car, but to drive around the city, I was like, it literally took us 30 minutes. We got to where we wanted to be to find parking. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the part that's not fun. And it was like in between a truck with a busted bumper mm-hmm. and a big pile of trash. So you're like, this is, our car's going to get fucked up So yeah, up you here. don't miss the trash. Oh no, I saw that one TikTok you did. I do. Where it make the... <laughs> I do miss the trash. I do. I miss it. I, I really, I love it here. Um, uh, but, and there are pros and cons. Right. Uh, my friend described me, I was talking to my friend about Mike, it's just wild. And my husband, like we just, you know, I like, I wake up and I do like doing like housewife shit. I really do like oh, it. Do. Yeah. Cause I like to be kind of bossy and in control. Right. So I wake up and like pack his lunch and make a little breakfast burrito. And I like to make dinner at night. Um, but I, I was just like on my phone with my friend, like almost crying. He's like, what's on? I'm like, we just like hang out. If I don't have a show, we just like have dinner and watch TV at night and go to sleep. It's so fucking boring. I want to kill myself. And he's like, he's like, well, you used to be like a, a, a cokehead prostitute comedian. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that was cool and fun. <laughs> that was great. Missed that nightlife. But I was like, but I feel like my nervous system is resetting. Right, right, right. And my buddy described it perfectly. He's like, you're like a werewolf <laughs> turning back into a person. <laughs> uh, Where I'm just, I'm like, I'm just uncomfortable with. Right, right, right. Calm and. And it's a lot of st- um, stimuli that you're used to from being from New York. Then to go to Austin, to totally different to suburban area. Yeah, it's yeah. like I would describe it to people who haven't lived here. If you've ever tried to meditate and you're not a meditator, if someone was like, uh-huh. just lay there quietly and focus on your breath for 20 minutes, a lot of people are like, that would that makes me crazy and I want to kick out a window. I can't do it. Yeah. It's like that times a million, but instead of for 20 minutes, it's like every day of your every second of your life. So it's I'm just constantly going like, breathe, relax. Mm-hmm. It's okay. You don't mm-hmm. need to be, like you said, like dodging knives on the train. Yeah. You're allowed to just like go for a walk well, in a park. On the train, though, you can't even, people... Um, there's been people attacked for ignoring people. Like, dude, I, I'm not taking a train when I'm here. Yeah. I'm sorry. Well, I, don't I, t- mean to be I, I didn't take one today, but I took one like yesterday. Everything was fine. But there's now it's like you can't have eye contact. You you have to. You can. Really? Oh, yeah. It's it's. Yeah. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. Because uh, from what I remember, a train car, it's like a mini. I've been hospitalized in the psych ward. I'm not trying to brag. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what it reminds me of. Because you have some people that like, seem normal, but it's like you just eyes to yourself because you don't know who's going right, to pop off. Right, in the yeah. psych ward, I can remember there were, there were people where, because I was there, um, and I remember being like, oh, like I'm not a dangerous person. Like right. in my mind, I still, even now, I'm like, maybe I don't really have anything. But I was just like, I'm just like real hyper and don't need to sleep a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh and, you know, talk to people that aren't there. <laughs> and yeah. um, But I wasn't dangerous. Right. But you'd go there and you'd be like in group talk time. And, yeah, you'd make eye contact with the wrong schizophrenic who oh, maybe Lord. like traded his meds to the guy with mu- muscular dystrophy. They oh, would do a lot oh of med God. trading. So because if you take the meds that are prescribed to you, mm-hmm. you're just like a regular person. And you take naps. And if you're taking somebody else's stuff, you're you off could the get chain. fucking high. Yes. And like, so we would we do don't that. Like that. Yeah. We would tongue our meds and just trade them with each other. They would do th- Oh yeah, the patients, the doctors didn't know. The doctors didn't give a fuck. Um the one guy was a real creep. He was just trying to fuck half of the chicks in there. And so I would like flirt with him to like get different drugs. Mm-hmm. Um their keywords you could say like to get um like Xanax and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, you just have to be like, I feel agitated. Hmm, wink, wink, wink. <laughs> like, what are you just looking it up? And then you're passed out. Like- yeah. It was great. Yeah, you just lay down on the ground, you're like you're tripping out. But you'd make eye contact with the wrong person who was oh, on no. the wrong meds mm-hmm. and they would 
like lunge at you from across the group because oh, no. they're paranoid schizophrenics. Right, 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 right. And that's, I think, a lot of it here is mental illness. People, no, no, here it is. You here know, here it is some mental illness. Yeah, a crazy yeah. person. Because people usually people, like I said yesterday, I took the subway. It was cool, but uh, one time, no, I took it and um, I I was letting a little girl sit in my chair. So and I was my next stop, and she's a little girl, right? And I get up and I bump this guy, and he goes, "You just bumped me into somebody else." And I had to yell at him. I was like, "Can you grow some balls?" I said, do you see him with the little girl? Like, he got mad. I'm letting a little girl in. I'm about to get off. He's like, I just bumped into somebody because of you. I said, grow some fucking balls. And what did he do? No, nothing. He didn't do anything. (laughs) No, but, like, you see me, like, getting Mm -hmm. up. Um, There was a little, you know, probably the girl was 10 years old. She's sitting there. He, he's like. He, I think he was more afraid of bumping into somebody. Everybody yeah. was, we were all like moving around. Like Every, it was, we were all, you could, cause it was deep in Brooklyn. Everybody was cool except for this one guy freaking out cause he bumped into somebody. Okay. And so yeah. he's just worried that he's, he's probably worried the same. Like yeah, everyone else like, is really like, like, you, you, you just, and I'm like, I would have to, you would, I would have to bump into you to get off. Because you're covering the interest. That's right. another thing is you'll be taking the train and somebody will be right in front of the interest and like they won't move. Like, yeah, they're right in front of the door and yeah. you're like, excuse me. And they're just like, motherfucker, move. Yeah, like why are you there? If you When I very first moved here, learning train etiquette. Yeah. And that's, that's one thing I will say um, that I immediately getting off the plane, I flew into JFK. I couldn't get a direct flight in LaGuardia, which mm-hmm. was a real bummer. And so I made the decision to, I chose direct flight JFK. I was like, oh, that's, that's the good. trade I'm going to make. Yeah. Um, cause I, flights right now, everything's like so fucked up. Oh yeah. Things are just getting canceled all the time. Yeah. Plus I want to just get on the plane and sleep yeah. and lay down and knock out. So I get off the plane in JFK and immediately just in the airport. Um, and it was like, People know how to walk already. And yeah. I know there's some people, tourists, but already you get off and walking through the airport, people are walking at a uh, reasonable, if not rapid pace, with suitcases and bags and shit. And everyone knows how to walk and bob and weave and work together and mind your business, but also look around and navigate. Right. People in New York know how to walk. Yes, they do. Yeah, and they know on the train. Most people, like some people, you said, will block the door, but most people know like how to move and right, shift and right. be around like other when people. When I was on, talking about earlier, everybody was okay moving around. We knew it. This guy's like tripping. Like I don't, probably his first time in Brooklyn. Yeah, or but, they don't know, and they. But most people yeah. can kind of deal. You go to other places, and like it, this is when Austin. <laughs> there aren't even that many people there. Oh. I mean, there are, but it's not. Even when they have their big festivals, mm-hmm. they'll be like, oh, downtown's real crowded. I'm like, this is not a lot of people on the street. <laughs> I'm used to like like rush hour, like midtown rush hour oh, in yeah. New York in the morning is one of my favorite things to just watch. The crosswalks of people where it's like oh, a giant, yeah, 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 giant, like a river of people shoulder to shoulder crossing right. the street moving. It looks like a formation of fish that right. you would see in the it wild. Does. But we know how to like, you can be walking on the street, even here, like walking around Brooklyn this morning. People are like, coffee, bag, on the phone, doing shit. But nobody's walking into each other. You're mm. uh, People are aware enough to like look up, check their surroundings, say hi, and get everything done and not and keep moving. But right. in Austin, I, I'll be walking and I'm like, literally, there are three people on the sidewalk. Ugh. And like, w- there's a traffic jam. It's like, get, move. Yeah, and, you know, so yeah I they're look, all looking around like... 
Yeah. yeah, they're just like, in nature, that's my friend said, she goes, you need to get into nature. You got to get into nature if you're going to oh, enjoy gosh. it here. And I was like, well, that's not happening. Yeah. <laughs> so, Wendy, tell people, tell my audience where they can find you and if you have any upcoming tour dates. Oh, yeah. So you can find me, if you go online, well, my website is wendystarling.com mm-hmm. and it's W-E-N-D-I-S-T-A-R-L-I-N-G. And I've been dormant for a while, but I'm like re- rolling out a revamp. So I, I think it's like Feral Housewife. I'm not sure. Anyway, uh, my stuff is on there. TikTok is where I'm most active. So TikTok is at Wendy Starling. Mm-hmm. Instagram is at Wendy.Starling, I think. Um, and YouTube is at Wendy.Starling. Somebody took my name on those two, which is so weird to me. So I put a period on it. So I have that stuff there. And if, well, this is, if you're in Austin, I'm running, I'm starting to workshop one woman shows, shorter versions for fringe. That is one benefit to Austin. It's a smaller pool Uh of um, talent. That's not to say people that aren't talented. There just aren't as many people and there are a lot of theaters. So I was trying to, again, like everyone, like what you're doing with this show, which is so awesome. Right. Take your career into your own hands. Yes. Yes. That's the way to go. So I'm transitioning. I'm still doing stand up um, at, at clubs around the city in mm-hmm. Austin. Uh, but I'm also I'm workshopping shorter and longer one woman shows. And the first one I have in the books is going to be at Hyde Park Theater. And that's February 9th. Oh, so we got a long time from there. Yeah. So in between that. Uh, follow my social media because I'm going to just start doing pop-ups. So that's the first one where it's like we're filming it. It's for competition. Right. So I'm going to start rolling out pop-ups and doing that uh, all around Austin, Texas, and probably in New York. I'll probably come back and like do it at a coffee shop or just, you know, do something fun like that. Right. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being on my show, guys. Please click on subscribe, click on the notification, and every Sunday is my show. Thank you so much for joining me today. Okay.